Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. If you feel like your life is stuck in a rut and you're ready to take that next step to achieving optimal health, this is the episode and show for you. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, Brandon is going to join me as we have a conversation with Nancy Guberti. Nancy specializes in functional medicine and nutrition, and she's going to talk with us about how really it starts with your mindset, and that is how you're going to find success in nutrition as well as other wellness activities and behaviors. So if this is something you're struggling with and you're looking to get out of that rut around your health and wellness, then sit back, relax, unless you're driving or doing something important, then keep doing that too and be safe about it. As Brandon and I have a conversation with Nancy, here we go. All right. Hey, Brandon, you're still sta- well, you're sitting now, but you know, we're still doing this. So awesome. How are you doing? I'm alive. Yeah. I'm doing great. Awesome. Cool. And then we have calling in from New York, Nancy Guberti. I hope I said your name right. I should have asked you before we hit record, but how are you doing over there? I'm doing awesome. I'm alive and breathing. It's all awesome. good. Awesome. Uh, so the reason why we have you on the show is uh, you know, a few months ago, a guy named Jared Easley with a, a Facebook page called Podcast Movement put it out there. Hey, why don't you guys go ahead and be you know to everybody in the group? Why don't you, uh, you know, connect with each other, be a guest on people's shows, that kind of thing. And Nancy reached out to me and, or maybe I saw her profile and said, Nope, she needs to be on the show. Uh, something like that happened. Uh, but Nancy's got a background as a nutritionist, uh, consulting with folks about how they can improve their lives. In fact, before we even hit record on this, she gave you and I a good tip about how to get some focus on her ADHD and took her almost 20 seconds to figure out that was necessary. Yeah. It was just like instantaneously. (laughs) I'm like, well now, you know, is the world ready for that? (laughs) Uh, We'll find out. Um, And so anyway, we, we have her on the show to talk about fitness, nutrition, and just some lifestyle stuff. And that will help you listening in today. So Nancy, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to connect especially with this really important topic, because like, you know, when you look about how do you get yourself out of a rut, many times health and nutrition has nothing to do with what a person's eating. It's really about their lifestyle and really to go deep. It's does the person think they're worth it? So, you know, we could do functional medicine, and testing, which is so easy. He talked about poop before. I mean, people send me urine and saliva and poop all the time because I <laughs> practice it in a lab. So, um, and from that, like from a first morning urine test, we could gain insight into over 70 markers of how the person's neurotransmitters are working, their GI health, their nutrition, absorption, mitochondrial detoxification. And then I put together a whole customized regimen, food, supplements, and all that. But really what it comes down to, does the person think they're worth it? Are we so set in living like crappy? Do we, are we used to not feeling great, being bloated, um, not having energy, not being focused, not being happy, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I always 
So we have to look at their lifestyle. Are they around toxic people, toxic careers? So it goes so much deeper than just say, hey, come on in. You need this much protein, this much carbohydrates. I'm not a dietitian. I don't do that. I do functional medicine, nutrition, but I look at the whole person. Wow. Because I really, the goal for me is for you to live happy and optimal. Yeah. And I have to admit, I was not expecting that direction or that perspective on this topic either. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, normally people just focus on the food. And this show actually focuses a lot about mindset and having that positive outlook that you can change your life. And to hear that applied to the area of nutrition and health, just I'm mind blown right now. So I'm a huge fan because I think people miss the part about nutrition. You know, we join a gym or maybe we sleep more or we're going to quit smoking or drinking or whatever it is. Nutrition controls 90% of all of that. I had a personal trainer once that was saying, you know, he would rather me smoke than not sleep at night. It was that important that you get good sleep habits. But he said, even more than that is the nutrition, what you're eating. You can exercise all day. You can do all these other things, but nutrition also affects so many people. I saw a stat of like 2017, like 800,000 deaths in that year were all nutritional related, either heart disease or something like that. So tell us a little bit about what got you into this particular field or brought this passion about. So I actually was in brokerage. I worked at Goldman Sachs. I was the vice president of e-commerce for the fixed income division. And I had 150 institutional clients. I traveled four days a week and I loved it. Right. And I married this great guy and I had two wonderful kids and my dad watched them. So like everything was wonderful. And then my youngest son, Mark, developed a liver disorder and doctors had no answers. And they were just like, try this medicine, try that. And I was like, well, hold on a minute. The kid was nine four at birth. I didn't, you know, it was all natural. What happened? Right. Oh, I don't know. You know, we did so many tests and the tests were just these blood tests that would show you. I mean, I, you know, some blood tests are good. You have high cholesterol, are you diabetic? But really it doesn't show how does your body function? Where are the imbalances? So um, because of him, I do what I do. Oh, wow. um, because my goal was to save him. And I thought, you know, at the end of the day, when I'm on my deathbed, hopefully many years from now, did I do the best I could for my son? Because they couldn't, they couldn't give me answers. And I could not accept that. So I went to school and I, quite frankly, when I was in high school and college, I didn't like biology. I didn't, you know, I'm, I wasn't into any of that. I was into computer science. So <laughs> Numbers, numbers so, are good. They're clean. <laughs> yeah. And they make sense. I mean, listen, I, that's, I don't understand financial debt and um, all of that because like you add and you minus and you should figure it out. Right. <laughs> but and focusing on it, then we get into problems. So it's really awareness on health, awareness on finances, awareness on everything. So, I mean, fast forward, nothing but a miracle. Um, I went and got my master's. I went further into functional medicine. I did a lot of research. I have my private practice now for 18 years. And it wasn't, I didn't do all of that to start a practice. Again, I just did it for Mark. And um, through trial and error and everything, he got better. You know, so I always say he's the reason why I touch so many lives. It's because of him. And, you know, now he's 21. 
He ran track in high school and college. He's graduating early, wrote like 25 books. He does podcasting. I mean, <laughs> he started a nonprofit five years ago to give back because he knew the whole reason why he's healthy is because I gave to him, but I'm a mother. That should be expected. Right. Um, so it's just, we have empathy and we always, I always wanted to raise them for a higher purpose, like better humanity. Yes, you could achieve, you could make money. That's great. There's nothing wrong with that if you do something powerful with it. And mm -hmm. that's been instilled with him since he's very young. And that's why he started the nonprofit. But that's really the purpose why I go beyond just saying, oh, what are you eating? It's really, I want to better this person's life. Right. And they have to be partnering with me. Um, but that's how I got into it because of mom. That's good. I never doubt the, uh, you know, the desire and drive of a mother trying to do something for her son. You know, that, that's what is it? You don't want to be between a mother bear and her cub. You oh, know, yeah. That's like, the worst thing to do uh, out in the trail. <laughs> I'll yeah. take everybody on, but it, it's such a topic that we don't pay attention to in this country in general because you, you usually have somebody that will uh, talk to you about your money, you know, or you get a job, you have to pay bills. You'll figure that part out. Legally, you kind of learn how to do things, you know, don't break the law, follow the rules, those kind of things. But nobody really talks about nutrition. You eat however your parents fed you and mm -hmm. maybe, you know, your mom had a certain culture and that's how she ate or whatever. But in America, we tend to just eat what's fast and cheap and available and then we move on and then we focus on all these other issues when the nutrition is really what can drive every other aspect of your life, learning how that that affects you. And I remember I'm, I'm pretty old. So I remember diets in the eighties being uh cottage cheese and like a bold egg or something like that. And then every time a new diet comes along, I just think this is great until it's not. And then we replace it and go in the, the opposite direction, but not knowing how that fuel is used, where your focus is, what's the absorption, what, what fuel works for me may not work for Jerry or may not work for you. 100 percent. Like there's so many times people will say, oh, I, I heard keto. I heard paleo. I heard you should be having all these fats. And I'm like, yeah, that's great if you could break them down. Because, right. you know, some guy came up to me and he's like, I've been having this coconut oil and I'm gaining so much weight. I'm like, you probably have a fatty acid oxidation issue. And then they look at you like, uh, okay, in plain English, <laughs> yeah. you can't break down fats. So yeah. therefore, that is not going to work. You know, um, yeah, that's why I always recommend food journals. So I don't know if you know who Diamond Dallas is. He's a wrestler. He turned mm -hmm. into like he does uh, you know, Ain't Your Mama's Yoga. I've been on his show like every season for the past, I don't know, seven years or so. And I always recommend keep a food journal. Even if you can't do the test, right? Mm -hmm. um, at least know your own body. And see if there are certain foods that you have, how does that change your mood? How does that change all different areas of your you know, energy, not just weight? Um, because diet is the wrong approach. And when people, you know, you mentioned you were right, like there's one diet before something else comes new. It's really lifestyle. It's eating. Like, you know, we always eat in this household. We eat organic um, and everything's uh, balanced and healthy and everybody's happy. They all right. like it. I'm, we're not eating twigs or seaweed <laughs> here. You know, I'm nothing wrong with seaweed, but it's not for us. Um, right. So you have to really know who you are and you have to invest time to prep it. 
Right. And it is, you know, and, your most and it's not hard. It's, it's, it's your most important uh, engine, you know, is your body and, and it's worth the time. It's worth the investment. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Show to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long form content like podcast episodes or YouTube videos into Show, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Show is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Yeah, I read that 95% of all diseases is from what we eat. And, you know, when people come to me, I have lots of doctors from Montefiore that send me their patients. I mean, they're half dead when they come to me. I'm like, wouldn't this be so much better? You know, like I've been doing this for 18 years. And when I get couples who do the testing and then they have children, you know, it's so beautiful to see that they're healthy, their kids are healthy, they know what to do, their kids rarely get sick. And if they do, they know what foods and what supplements to take, not medications to get their child better. Um, But that's not the way our American Medical Association teaches practitioners or pediatricians. So it's it's a problem. It's a shame that's a new concept because for thousands of years, that's how we lived. You know, you you knew where your food came from. You probably knew who grew it and and you had seen it be uh, kind of processed in the kitchen. Now we get food from thousands of miles away that's processed by some other organization in a box with stuff we can't even pronounce because it's it's just all processed yeah. foods now. And we're convinced that's the way food is considered safe. Right. Yeah. Because the government exactly. says it's safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The G-R-A-S, generally safe uh, ingredient. And, you know, just like a hamburger, you could be going any to a diner. I remember we went to uh, Disney and I asked the manager there, I was like, are these, this hamburger a real hamburger, 100%. And he's like, yeah, of course. I was like, do you mind if I see the box? And he was like, yeah. And he brings it out and he's like, I'm so sorry. It has soy, it has corn, it has wheat. I said, yeah, it's not 100% beef. (laughs) Nothing really is. So, you know, it's it's a gentle way to educate those individuals as well. But there's pink glue, there's all different sprays that go Mm -hmm. into meat, there's glyphosate, that's on our food that is linked to cancer. And they say one in two kids will be on the spectrum because of it. So it's right. a big problem. It really is. And, and when you think about how much money we put into cancer research and uh, the cancer organizations and non-smoking things and, and all of these other things, but we don't focus anything on the food. And you have to wonder how much of that is the AMA or big food and and the things that drive that. There's just more money in bad nutrition than there is in good nutrition. There was a researcher at Goldman Sachs that said there is no profit to be made in curing cancer. Right. 
And and people always say that's a conspiracy theory, but even if you don't believe in conspiracy theories or anything else, just your common sense, how much more money would these organizations have if cancer is cured tomorrow? None. <laughs> Remember like the Jerry Lewis every marathon that Batman had and raised so much money? Right. Did they find a cure? Right. Exactly. Every year, you know, and you'd be like hopeful, you'd give and you say, wow, this year they're going to find the cure. Mm -hmm. And he would end every one of them with, I pray this is the last one. I pray this, we find a cure and we don't do this again next year. And they did it again next year. Oh, yeah. I get frustrated, but as a male, I'm not really allowed to say this, but I get frustrated with October being Breast Care Awareness Month because breast cancer is not the leading cause of death among women, but it's, it's a very popular topic. So we go to it and I'm not saying that it doesn't matter, but I'm just saying if we dealt with some other issues, we would solve that one too. Right. Well, it could be because then that's a reminder for women to get mammograms and, you know, there's money to be made in every treatment. Um, And, you know, like even with the, blue light for autism awareness. I mean, mm-hmm. how about we like look at the root cause of why is this happening? When I was a kid, I went to Catholic school. If you, if you misbehaved, you were going to get hit. Right. <laughs> so when I go into schools to try to, like we discussed this off the air, I try to teach the kids in the school how to eat healthy. So then they could go home and teach their parents. Right. Um, it's much and easier. You know, and when you go into a regular class, there's a lot of issues going on there. And even there was an article that said even mental health and opiate crisis and everything else, then you start to look at those natural or extra ingredients in the food. They're excitotoxins. So once they hit your taste buds, they excite the nerve cells and they do damage to your neurons. Mm -hmm. And they also affect your dopamine and serotonin levels. So you start to say, well, is there problem here. And it, it, it also affects the reward addiction um, part of the brain. Right. So, you know, I think people are looking at everything the wrong way. I think you need to see how the body um, operates, where the imbalances are, and then customize um, regimens for those individuals. And anyone keeping a food journal also with sleep, you know, tracking your sleep, your mood, your energy, you know, your happiness, all of that. And and then look at who you surround yourself with, because right. that, that might be the issue, too. That's what I love about your approach is it's very holistic in that you don't what works for me won't work for somebody else. But you have to look at each individual. It's like, well, what am I eating and when am I sleeping and how do I work and how do I rest and play and and family and all of that dynamic. So it's very individualized because there's not one solution. Everybody shouldn't be on keto. Everybody shouldn't be on a vegan diet or whatever it is. It's not right for everybody. Just like one medication is not right for everybody, but you're structuring it in a way that you're, you're doing the knowledge first, go find out what's going on completely rather than me just say, well, my, my stomach hurts like right here. Okay. Take this medication and it'll go away. It may not have anything to do with my stomach. It may be other things in my household. Exactly. Like when people go on an interview, they get butterflies in their stomach, you know, 
Or, you know, if you've lost a loved one and their anniversary is coming up and you're getting depressed, you know, a doctor, if you mm-hmm. keep telling that to your medical practitioner, they're going to put you on antidepressants. Right. Perhaps we need to feel that sadness that you're missing your loved one, you know, and, and nothing against antidepressants or medications if people really believe that that's what they need, because it takes work to work on yourself. Right. And it takes time and investment, so you know, investment of time, not really money. It's like investment of your mind. <laughs> and I think that's the thing. People think uh, nutrition is more expensive, whereas a food journal, you know, you could pick up a, a piece of paper at Walmart, a little journal for like a dollar or two and a pen and just start writing down what you ate, what you slept and, and what you did as far as exercise. And it, I, I talk a lot about finances with people like this. It's like, write down what you actually spent, what you, not what you think you spent. I didn't spend much money last week. Well, when you go through it, you're like, wow, I really did kind of overspend at Starbucks or wherever it was I went. And then you get a real picture. Knowledge is power. So you write all that down and you're like, well, I eat really good, Nancy. I, I shouldn't have these kind of problems. And then you start looking at the journal and you're like, well, you kind of grabbed something and ran out the door. You ate quick. That's another thing that I, I'm a big believer in. The slower you eat, the better off you are because it takes your brain a while to pick up your eating. So we overeat because we're going from work to, you know, the fast food place back to work real quick. So we're eating twice as much as we really need to eat. And the ingredients are bad. <laughs> and I love that. Mindful. It's mindful eating, you know, right. so you also have to, and that's lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to really say, do I have enough time? If not, let's have like, a, make yourself a smoothie that's quick on the go. And then when you could sit down and really enjoy your food, you do that. Otherwise you forget. And it does, it's usually takes the brain 20 to 30 minutes to get that message that you're full. Right. So, and then depending on what you have eaten. So if you've eaten garbage, it's not going to happen. <laughs> exactly. But writing it down is key. I have so many people that say, oh my God, I didn't, I really thought I ate healthy till you told me to do this. And then I have a seven page intake form that asks them 10,000 questions and have them write down certain things. And then like, oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I open up. And we approach our finances kind of the same way. I just assume they're okay if I just don't look at them. It's like, like Knowledge is power. You got to know what's going on. And I feel that if you are in control of your health, it's a ripple effect. You can be in control. You can't be super healthy and be with a toxic individual. You cannot be super healthy and, you know, not get it together with other areas of your life. You can't. And that's, you You brought this up before. I I see a lot of people that do all the exercises. They're part of the community. So they're going to work out for hours. And then they go to a fast food and put this garbage in their body that needs healthy foods, especially right then and there. And they don't. And they think, oh, it's okay. I'm going to go work out again tomorrow. Or I'm going to have like these drinks tonight, you Mm -hmm. know, and think I'll be okay doesn't work that way. Absolutely. It, it's either going to bite you in the butt now or it's going to bite you in the butt later because it does accumulate in your body. That's what we see. Right. Absolutely. So when somebody first comes to you, what's the first step other than the journal? What What's the next step that they would take in working with you? 
So I love if they could do the testing um, because that's going to show us exactly what's going on in their body. And it's non-invasive. I'm not, I'm not a fan of blood tests. I do have a nurse that does amazing, you know, she does a finger prick that can check for 96 food intolerances. But the first morning urine is going to show us over 70 markers. It's going to show us how your body's functioning, your GI health, you know, your adrenal system, your neurotransmitters, your detox, and then nutritional markers and you know, acids and Krebs cycle and mitochondrial, all this scientific <laughs> stuff that basically says, you know, can you absorb your food? Can you turn it into energy? Are you fueling your brain? Well, that's great. Don't I want to know? I always like to add if a person's not eating 100% organic, I check for glyphosate because that's the pre-harvest spray that's on non-GMO foods. So here, parents or individuals eating Cheerios and the box says does not contain genetically modified organisms, who cares? It's loaded with glyphosate. And glyphosate, the first patent that it had was the same equivalent to liquid Drano. So think you're putting liquid Drano in your body. That's pulling out your nutrients. And then it was an antibiotic. So it's screwing up with your GI health. And that's really bad. Um, because that's where your serotonin is and that makes you feel happy and pay attention. And that's also where your immune system is. So this is far reaching and there are many court cases out there now that people are, um, are actually winning money because of this glyphosate in their body. So I like to test for that. And I will say that every cancer individual that I see is always loaded with it. Wow. Jinx. I would say too, most of those boxes like Cheerios and, and, and different things like that all have something of an endorsement from either the American Heart Association or they say healthy or mm -hmm. natural or better nutrition. They, they use those buzzwords that make you think, well, I'm eating Cheerio. It's good for my heart health or cholesterol yeah. or whatever it is. And, and we miss the fact that, yeah, but it's all coated with this chemical. That's your, your heart will be healthy. The rest of your body will die. <laughs> right. And we don't pay it's attention. So sad. To that. It's sad because like you said, they don't teach this. So like, I always feel when they teach um, parents about Lamaze, right. When they were mm -hmm. going to give birth and they want to teach the mom how to breathe, if it works or not, at least they teach them. They should be teaching about nutrition. Right. Because first of all, they should teach before while the woman is pregnant, right? <laughs> yeah. But we should be learning this because then you are raising this child. And if you're really into parenting and you want to raise a healthy, happy, over well-grounded uh, child, putting this garbage in their body is a problem. It defeats the purpose. And then you don't want to be backpedaling when the child has a diagnosis. And that's what I'm seeing. And then when I gently educate the parents like, okay, well, this or that, or, and then they want to say, well, what pots do you cook with? <laughs> you know, yeah. and this is why right before I eat anything on Instagram, I take a picture of what I'm eating because I'm like, look, it's healthy. It tastes amazing. You know, I have hungry men in this house that love it. So <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Um, and, and then they check and they see that their pots are aluminum or, you know, they're using the microwave or something else. And they don't, it's so sad because we as a culture have been brought up to think fast food and fast prep is okay. And it's mm -hmm. not.
Yeah. And I know uh, recently, uh, I want to say, and I don't want to get sued for this, but there was a, a very uh, popular fast food restaurant that orig- uh, uh, actually went to a hundred percent beef patty or whatever. And that was a big marketing thing that that was really cool. And I don't eat there, but I just kept thinking, wait, what were we eating before? They, they just told you for, I don't know, however many years, we've been feeding you something, but it wasn't 100% beef. And it wasn't even in all of their sandwiches. It was only in like one or two. And I just thought, right. why are we as a society not going, wait a minute, I have a question. <laughs> you know, if you walked in, like you were saying to your family and said, most of what you're going to eat tonight is 100% real. They would all start to question you and say, wait a minute, mom, what are you, what are you putting on our plates? Well, most of it's real. It's like we would revolt in that. Yeah. We should revolt against fast food for that kind of stuff, but it's money. Yeah. I always say, am I the only one that sees that the emperor is naked? Right. Exactly. We need to be, we need to wake up. Absolutely. And, and we, we tend to, and I know I'm kind of, criticizing the entire culture at once, but I think it kind of fits at this point. We tend to get involved for a little bit and then we back up, you know, everybody should eat salad. Okay. Let's all eat salad. Okay. Now I'm over that. Let's just move on. And we don't stay engaged in the, in the production of food because the production of food matters way more than the prep. It's like, should we use coconut oil or no oil or air frying or whatever? That really doesn't matter when you're cooking something that is bad to begin with. It's like you'd be better off deep frying some styrofoam and eating that than whatever it is you're about to eat in a healthy oil or whatever. So how do you feel about uh, vaping? vaping? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. No. So on my, uh, you know, I so at Facebook, I have a personal page and I have a business page and I would put all this stuff on my personal page. I moved it over to my <laughs> business page because people were like, damn, I can't look at your page anymore. I'm like, the truth hurts. I'm just trying. Would you yep. rather not know? Vaping is, you know, wow, it's bad. It's so bad. And the funny thing is like, you're not even supposed to do it. Like when we go to baseball games, you're not allowed to smoke right. and they're so addicted. You see them cup in oh, their yeah. hand and fucking in the, and I'm like, I'm Oh, sure. what is wrong with everybody? Mm-hmm. And the meanwhile, they have their two year olds with them. And I'm like, wow, that's so bad. Um, it's just, it's bad. It's a, it's a chemical that's been the research shows that it causes kidney cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, now so that's the kidneys, right? Because your kidneys and your liver are your filtering organs. And mm-hmm. if you're eating bad stuff and vaping and, uh, you know, taking in other environmental toxins, there's only so much that they could process, but the ones that have been dying are from the lungs and, you know, they get some type of uh, disease and infection that grow in the lungs. It's bad. And I think. Why? Why do we need it? Exactly. What's the point? You're voluntarily spending money and putting effort into killing yourself. And, you know, a a couple of the, I have five kids, but a couple of them were like, you know, well, it, it wouldn't be approved if it wasn't good. And I always point back to, you know, smoking used to be encouraged in pregnant women to help them from gaining weight. And, and everybody looks at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, no, look it up. The government used to say that it was okay. So yes. you'll probably be dead by the time they come around in 50 years and say, you know, it turns out vaping wasn't good. You really shouldn't have done that. But you're going to be dead. So what's the point there? Don't just go by the fact it's got 
even the American Heart Association or anybody else's endorsement, especially the government. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for you. Right. You should, you know, I think that we have turned over our power. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I could never do, even as a little girl. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like my dad was in the Navy and it didn't matter if you were a girl or not. You should stand for justice and figure out for yourself. And that's how I've lived my entire life and raised my own sons, where you should think for yourself. You should always be aware Um, and you should be able to figure this out on your own. And if you can't, then do some research, you know, like with the vaping really like, okay, just because they said it was safe. Yeah. Well, they also thought that asbestos was the miracle mineral (laughs) buildings when it first Mm -hmm. came out. We've done a lot of good things. (laughs) Exactly. And unfortunately it's in our water. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's in our food because think about the soil. If it's not organic soil, it has this runoff. I mean, mm-hmm. on November 22nd, there's a movie coming out uh, about DuPont and it's called, I think, Dark Waters. And I'm like, OK, that's my type of movie because it's based <laughs> on true events how all the cows were dying in this small town because they were drinking the water full of that chemical. And it's a true story. So I'm like, you know, where do you think all this garbage is going? You know, like 9-11 was horrible for New Yorkers. And Mm -hmm. um, a lot of firefighters and first responders got terrible cancer and died because all of those buildings, you know, had uh, materials in them that weren't healthy because that's how they were built back then. Mm -hmm. And then they burned and made it even worse. And it was in the air and the soot went for miles. Right. And 15, 20 years later, people are dying from this stuff because we basically, you know, blew it up. So, of course, it went into the atmosphere, into the water, into the plants, the grass, the cars, everything. And it's just amazing, that kind of stuff. So when uh, people decide that they do want to make a difference, what's the best way to get a hold of you and for them to connect with your uh, company and, and, and to get better? So I offer a lot on my Facebook business page. I'm always, you know, it's always great to see they want to read the post um, as well as YouTube. I put uh, different videos that explain different things. Instagram, Pinterest, I share the foods that I eat, the brands that I have. Um, And then my website is Nancy Guberti which is G-U-B-E-R-T-I.com. And they could read my blog post. I'm also coming out with a book that's called Healthy Living Every Day. And it's coming out this month. And basically, I took all my 18 years clinical research with mindset and put all of that into a page a day. So hopefully, if you start it and actually read it for a year, (laughs) you will be empowered to live a healthier, happier life. Awesome. And and if somebody wants to just come by your house, what's your uh, personal address that they can just come see you? Or, I, I, Actually, I my last video on Instagram, I made a pumpkin pie without crust and I used pears at the as the base and they really are great with the pumpkin pie on top. So I was like, hey, if you want to try it, I'll leave the light on. Hey, there you <laughs> <are>. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to ask for the address. <laughs> 
And fun fact, we have an episode of our show where I put Brandon's real phone number into the episode. (laughs) Uh, So far, nobody's called him, but it is out there, guys. Go look it up. (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us, Nancy. This was a a blast. I love talking nutrition. I love to see people get empowered and change the way they live and, and take responsibility for their own lives. I love that concept. So thanks a lot for spending time with us today. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Now, if you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 220. There you'll find a link to Nancy's website, as well as a couple of the resources that will help you on this journey towards wellness. We're so glad you joined us this week. And the best way you can say thank you and support our show is to share us with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. That's right. If you have not met your neighbor yet, use this as a way to do so. Whether it's social distancing or not, break that void. There we go. Now, until next week, we want you to go out and live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.